Hey, you know I'm on tour right now, so come see me. There's still tickets available for London, Nashville. I'm doing this off the dome right now, just improvising cities that I remember that there's tickets in. New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, there's a few tickets left. Baltimore, we added a show, so there's tickets. Philly's almost sold out. New York's almost sold out. Boston, we added a show. We added a show in Chicago. Portland, there's some tickets available because we added a show. San Francisco, we did a show. LA, some tickets still available. So come see me. Go to neilbrennan.com for tickets. It's a funny show. It will be funny. That's what Paul Mooney used to say. He was pitching an idea and here we go. It will be funny. Hey everybody, I'm Neil Brennan and I uh, have a Netflix special called Blocks where I talk about things that make me feel crazy or like something's wrong with me. Jimmy Carr had the idea to have other people come on, talk about their blocks, things that make them feel like something's wrong with them. My guest today is a great comedian and he's got what do you got you got a half hour on netflix and another hour maybe coming out hours coming out soon and you got comedy central cup what do you got up on comedy Central? half hour hour youtube hour Buck and a half late two nights. and a half we're five hours into this 13 late nights that no one cared 13 about late nights yeah. interesting on which which late night four fallon eight conan and a colbert and a cordon great uh, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Um, good for your mom to see. Yeah. Your mom. I mean. Someone said, <laughs> someone, uh, said that they just did a late night show and they said it was like going to the magic castle, <laughs> meaning like, it's just like going back in time. So right. anyway, Mark Norman, uh, is my guest today. Mark Norman. Hello, Mark Norman. Hey, Yay. good to we be here. We should have a way to figure this out in terms of noise making. Oh yeah. I've known you at least a decade right yeah you were always nice to me i appreciate it. i would ask to do your show at west hollywood and you would let me do it and i was terrified to send that facebook message yeah that's how long ago this was facebook we're still yeah. using facebook well mark the thing i like about you is you write jokes you like comedy i love co- i might be rivaling you on nerd shit any joke you quoted today earlier i knew it he has a podcast called we might be drunk and we were going back and forth for like remember that joke or this joke um, no one likes comedy. I talked to comedy. I'm like, you know that Simpsons episode? They're like, I never caught it. What yeah. about that Seinfeld show? I never saw Seinfeld. What about that rock, Bigger Blacker? They're like, I never got I saw Tambourine. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. You didn't see Bigger Blacker? So Chappelle used to call me SNL historian Neil Brennan. Because oh, I just knew every I just knew all the I knew the sketches. Yeah, we like um, it. eventually it comes in handy. <laughs> yeah. Um, not on dates. I then dries up a snatch like Monty Python <laughs> <laughs> references. Um, although you just got married. Yeah, I had to. Go on. Well, I'm just joking because, uh, you know, I, I'm not great on a date. Yeah. You know, I'm a, How, I'm a what, mess. Were you, would you ever just bomb horribly or oh, was it just yeah. bad chemistry? It was a lot. I was pretty. I could be charming. But again, I would have to keep a cap on the, the real me. And then when that came out, it was over. But I could get like a good hour and a half, two hours of like being charming, being funny, being on. And then then it was over. You I had a great observation on the podcast we did earlier saying that charm is makeup for men. Yes. Which is a great fucking observation. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. It's the same as, you know, when you're like, you want to go out and the girl's like, I don't want to get all dolled up. It's the same with us. You yeah. want to go to this party? I don't want to get all charmed I don't want to speak loud and smile a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Go, um, what booster did you get? Did you get the <laughs> Concerta or the Bravada or Breva? Uh-huh. I don't know. All right, so we've I've always been nice to you, but I'm happy to see you 
do well because it's like it's justice. Oh, that, you wow, doing well is nice. just like you know what I mean. Like oh, this is justice. Like like all like Sebastian or like Nate or it's that wasn't your multiple late night appearances. No, it was just like basically writing writing the joke and telling them and pe- enough people saw it. it was like all right i like this guy that's very nice that's, but it's not easy no it's a lot of work and it's a lot of failing and that's what seinfeld said about you that's i forgot to tell you he said uh there's like eight guys or gals who just tell straight jokes is not like you know a thing you're not doing a sitcom and jokes it's yeah. just jokes and that's so hard to keep up for your whole life yeah and there's like eight people who can do it and he's put you in there so fuck that you. was what I forgot to tell you. Fuck you. Fuck everyone in the no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So the, you sent me your list of blocks. I and I haven't told a lot of people this, so this and could get a little schmaltzy. It's, it's uh, it's pretty outstanding. This is oh, about really? as deep a dive as we've done here. I had my wife sitting next to me helping me with this, so she was like, "Say this." Well, like, that's what I'm curious. One of the points of the show is I want to know what it's like to be other people. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like, what's it like inside your body? It ain't pretty. <laughs> it's the whole, every day is a, it's a fight. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I have fun, too. No, sure, we laugh. We laugh. We yeah. laugh. I mean, I told somebody after an uh, ayahuasca ceremony, I, I don't like to talk about it. I talk about it constantly, that we have cable in our heads. Mm. Meaning we have, like, whatever, we have the internet. We've had the internet in our heads since <laughs> we were little. Right. Like we have very good people who synapses and and uh associations and memories and and it's very entertaining. We're used to it. Yeah. But we're lucky. That's true. In that regard. Some comics are stuck on Fox News and some are stuck on history and some are stuck on TLC. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're right. We we have all of it. And that's what Twitter is just scrolling through different opinions, a fight video, a yeah. pubic hair, whatever it is. So, yeah, that's our whole brain all the you, time. Yeah, that's what it's been like. Yeah, slot so, machine of yeah. death and terror. Yeah, and like that's hilarious and that's horrible. Like, but it's just a it's constant. Yeah. From like I don't I don't know about you, but from early in my oh, life, oh, I remember yeah. being like, "Oh, this is and then you'd say people when people are like you and you yeah, I'm like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't think that. Of course, I've uh, started um, my life. All right, so let's go through some blocks. Usually, oh, there would be more interpersonal shit. I'm nervous. The funny thing, um, that's exciting. Uh, uh, do you go to therapy? I do. Okay, I'm a big, big advocate. All right, we'll get into that. Um, I always say, if you're going to go to therapy, you have to tell on yourself. Yeah, it that's doesn't hard. help if you're, you're right. if you're like trying to do PR, right? For like, you know, trying to romance your therapist okay (laughs) not literally but trying to you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um by the way side note therapy so i went to a therapist for a long time a a certain therapist for like maybe three years and she was like super nice and empathetic one time she cried about like just something i was telling her and then she stopped doing therapy because she made a bunch of money on OnlyFans. i'm kidding she made a bunch of money on a (laughs) side business it's like a bad quit, comic. Yeah, and quit doing uh quit doing therapy and she called me and was like, "Yeah, I thought of you the other day." I was like, "Neil Brennan, I haven't thought of him in a long time." It was just a funny Whoa. thing of putting yourself in perspective. Yeah. For the, it's a job. I guess so. For them. Like they all are committed and they study and they're like they think about you and their job all that stuff, but once they stop, it's still like a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Damn. Um so anyhow, Block 
number one. Oh boy. I have a superpower where whenever I say something to a group, no one has a response. Every time like clockwork. Tell me more about this because this is such a funny goddamn setup. At the cocktail party, you know, there's a semicircle going on of six people or whatever, and we're talking this or that, and then I'm, I'm like, oh, I'll say my thing when there's a moment, and I say it, whatever it is, and... Is it risky? Not to me. I don't think it is, but it's just is jarring to people, or they can't think of what to say, or they've been trained, like, don't touch that. Like, I wouldn't say it's... I'm not going like, the Holocaust didn't happen. I'm not right. saying that, but I'll, I'll say something. You'll say that on your blog. Yeah, yeah exactly. I have a tattoo of that. <laughs> but I'll just say something. I'll throw it out there. Like, I want to be included. I want to part partake and just... So wait, oh, is there a dip over there? Like, it'll, it'll shift real quick after I talk. That's I, so funny. I don't know what it is. I wish I had a good example, but, uh, you know, like you go... Is your wife mad afterward? No, she's cool. That's why we're together. Because yeah. she's like, I saw that. That was bad. And she'll try to help. Yeah. Which is so nice. And that's love right there. Yeah. But, whew, it's ugly. You know, like, I'll be like, we'll be talking about a TV show. And I'm like, hey, you know, that actor, uh, he got in trouble for diddling kids. And <laughs> to me, I'm not like, I'm just saying a fact. Yeah. I'm not condoning diddling kids. But they're like, all right, are those uh, cocktail weenies done? You know, or whatever. So it'll just you, well, ruin this, it. This is the because we have cable. Ah. There's a better metaphor than cable. That's an old reference. But I can entertain, and you I'm betting you can entertain a level of darkness, death, oh yeah, the fun pedophile trivia. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible board game. Yeah. <laughs> um for most people, we love it. Yeah. Um yeah. so that's the thing you have to almost like not dumb it down but you have to almost Soften. be mainstream yes for like but, a certain audience but in my mind i'm saving this boring dull uh, conversation with like this is it this is good stuff yes i'm giving you good meat to yes. talk about they don't like talking about that stuff i know which is so because we like the news right we love well when they, they like Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. They don't like Ukraine. Right. They like right. the dumb news. They like the puppy save the senior center. Right. Right. But, but they don't want like hardcore. I guess so. Here's my question about this is forever or this is adulthood? Probably adulthood, you know, because that's when you really have to be like have airs about you and we have to be respectable and all that. So as a kid, you just fart and it was fine. But now you can't really do that. So. I'm going, hey, this is some hot goss I'm throwing at you here. How about this? And I thought people would go, really? Yeah. Whoa. So then it's even more of a drop because I assume it's going to kill and it gets zero. <laughs> and it is, I'm a party shutter down. So and, I like and, comics. Well, I'm, I'm actually want to talk about your childhood in that you grew up pretty strangely. A very strange upbringing. Tell me. For people who don't know much about you. Do the Cliffs Notes, uh, New Orleans, Treme, which is like right outside the French Quarter, Black Neighborhood. And like the series, it was very slow. Yeah. <laughs> God, that series was slow. I was like, here we go. There's so much I shooting. Wanna, and... David Simon, I'm begging you to speed this up. I know. I was shocked. You know? Put a gun in the scene. And, and I'm begging you. Something. But yeah, so 
dad got a wild hair up his ass in 1989 and bought this dilapidated mansion. And I'm talking mansion, like wings of a Tremaine's house. in New Orleans, and it's like a, a gothic, I'm assuming like a gothic mansion. Exactly. It was called the Dufour Baldwin House. It was probably the hotel, then a brothel, all these kind of crazy stories. And it was, you know, dilapidated. So we had no running water. We had no lights. You know, we'd have like a mechanics light hanging in your bedroom. You plug that into an extension cord and that went into one of the Did outlets. Did your dad, why was he doing it? I think he grew up poor and I think this was like his, he's like, I'm going to fix this house up. We're going to live in New Orleans and live like kings. Had he ever fixed anything up before? Never. That's so funny. I know. And they were both kind of like these ambulance chasing lawyers. Like they're good people and all that, but they were dreamers. And uh, so the house was barely running, and we had duvetine on this giant window flat. We had termite. I mean, the roaches. It was crazy. And I had friends. How who many kids? Me and my brother. Two Kay. kids. He's older? Older brother. Perfect son. He went off to do great things. I tell dick jokes. But uh, we eventually, they couldn't, they were working so much to kind of try to keep pumping money into the house. So they made, the back of it was, they restored that. That took forever. That became a bed and breakfast. This is pre-Airbnb. That's so funny that the minute they fix up a section of it, they're like, not so fast, boys. Exactly. We're renting this motherfucker out. Right, right. That's Unless, the nice If you part. guys have $95 a night each, <laughs> yeah. we'd love to have you. But yeah. I was allowed to change the sheets and restock the uh, mini fridges. What a privilege. I Go know. ahead. But then we they were gone so much that they needed kind of a nanny. So they hired this big black guy named Enos. Great guy, but he did burlesque at night. He was a transvestite, is what you called him then, cross-dresser. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And he wore high heels, and he was sweeping with a Walkman on and a wig and a boa. You know, he was all in. And he taught me now how this to— this is the sitcom about your life, or I've, this actually— I've been pitching this for years. <laughs> no one will buy it. It's too dark. But it was so scary. Going, I got beat up all the time. My bike got stolen, I don't know, eight times. Uh, cars got stolen. We'd try to go to school. The cars would be gone. That's like, wild. it was crazy. And uh, Did you ever say, like, why are we doing it? Would your parents argue about it? They argued, I think, in privacy. But I was so young. I just thought, ah, hey, this is what you do. And I'd go to the suburbs to visit my friends. It was paradise. Bikes yeah. in the front lawn, orange slices, an out, uh, above ground pool. Heaven. Two lawyers. Yeah. Wow. But they bit off more than they can chew with this house, I think. And they were trying. They were trying. But I just remember my mom whipping up pancakes, and that was for the the, the breakfast guests, you know. <laughs> I had a I had a think I had an oatmeal, but uh just crazy time. And Enos taught me how to like she, fist fight. She makes it near your head, like <laughs> not so fast. Yeah, exactly. He taught me how to drive a stick, how to shave, how to dance a little with a girl and all that. So I learned how to be a man from this guy in Great. a wig. And then one time, a famous story, these guys stole my this bike. This is what Ron DeSantis is trying to fight, right? <laughs> He's trying to make sure this doesn't happen to another generation of kids. <laughs> he was Enos, actually. <laughs> and uh, I got my bike, so I ran home crying. And he goes, we're getting that bike. And I was like, oh, I'm not going out. These guys were tough street kids. And he went and we drove up to there. We drove around the neighborhood, found the kids. They were fucking with my bike, like fixing it and changing it. And he went out there in high heels and wig and yelled at them. They're calling him all kinds of shit. And he took the bike back so ballsy that no one did anything. And it was like, this is what a man is. This is like the toughest guy I've ever seen. And he's in a wig. Great. So it was a fun, fun childhood. Save this story for when you get canceled for something. <laughs> How everything you've learned is from a transgender person. Uh, are you in touch with Enos? He died. He was killed. Uh, he hooked up with a guy who thought it was a woman. And then they were fooling around. And the guy flipped and shot him. This is... 
Southern justice, you know. Did you ever have like a logical argument with your parents? Like, what the fuck is this? Not mm. even saying it, but did you think it? Not really, actually, because it's just so normal. It's just like you go to bed here, you wake up here, you eat here. I never really, I hated it. And like we had break-ins. I walked in on a few robberies. We had this crazy house alarm and we would hear woo. And, and it wasn't your, it wasn't anus. No, Go you're ahead. in your bed at like two in the morning. It's like a nine year old, like oh, there's someone rooting around downstairs, and then dad's going down with the bat, you know. And you're like, this could be it. I don't know what's gonna happen. And then you go back to sleep and you go to school. I mean, it was wild. Well, that's another thing I like about you is is uh, you. I had like I got like breaks more or less, like mm. meaning like big like Chappelle obviously gave me, but I'm saying like. My brother's a comedian. I yeah. was going to school up here. I got into school up here, and then and then I started working the door of the comedy club and flyers and all that stuff, and like struggled in that. But I feel like your struggle was my struggle was like three years, mm. four years, whereas yours was like well, didn't you have nine brothers yeah, or something? That's I, that's I'm no picnic. Youngest. No, no, no. I'm not saying that I like that my life's been like a picnic, but I'm saying. Your oh, career wise, yeah. Like once you started doing stand, I just see you. All right, so you leave. Did you go to Tulane? I went to LSU, failed out, had to go to Baton Rouge Community College, then graduated from this shitty college called Southeastern in the middle of nowhere, Louisiana. Great. And I then, had to get a degree. My parents made me. And then so you could open a uh, a B and B. And did you? Did your parents stop once you guys left? What did they? What happened to the mansion? Well, now it gets dark. So. I was at a Mardi now Gras parade. Now it yeah. <laughs> I was at a Mardi Gras parade. I was 14. I was a senior, a freshman in high school. At a parade, drinking, doing whatever. Came home, 30 cop cars, sirens going. I'm like, oh, shit. And my mom's crying. Dad's talking to the police. Brother's crying. Two guys broke in, um, put guns to the parents' head, tied them up, tied up my brother, and got all the keys and the jewelry and the credit card, stole everything, took the cars, and then they moved. That your parents moved. That's what did it, yeah. So then they moved to this nice... How much did you pay the burglars? I'm <laughs> then you moved to a nicer place? Yeah, we moved to a nice neighborhood, and uh, th but then I went to college, like, pretty close after that. Okay, so parents, nice people. Do they? How do they look back at that period? I think they were like, well, that was crazy, huh? Like, you know, <laughs> whoa. That, it's almost like when a car almost hits you, you're yeah. like... I almost died, but woo. also the car hit us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it didn't. All it sounds like it like was a bad time. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, we never talk about it. Never comes up. They're they, not. They're not open uppers. They see where I get it. Okay. Well, that okay. And then, and I couldn't wait to get out. Like I was. New Orleans is a great town and fun for a bachelor party and whatnot, but not a great place to grow up. Okay, well, the, the the next one is weird OCD rituals that if I don't do daily, I feel tons of guilt. Uh, that's a whole other thing. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. When did... Tell me about the OCD. I got some problems with uh, guilt. So I got to do a bunch of shit or I just... Just horrid guilt torments me. Like, Well, there is... You have a humility that I really like. Like, oh. that's admirable. But where's the guilt from? I guess being lazy and... Uh, but did, where'd you get the values? Who taught you the values? Well, my parents were kind of workaholics, and I guess maybe that instilled in me. They may have just not wanted to come home. Yeah, Is it that, possible? that too. That too. <laughs> I don't know. I never really, uh, I really asked myself that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
thing. You know that I'm constantly talking about therapy. I won't, I kind of won't stop talking about it. Um, we talk about it again in this episode. I'm like a therapy dealer. I'm like a modality dealer because I've dealt, I've experienced pretty much every type of therapy a human being can endure. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Go to B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot C-O-M slash N-E-A-L to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Neil. 10% off your first month. You're going to be better. You're going to be better. When do you remember OCD shit starting? Well, I was a crazy bedwetter, and they okay. say that comes from trauma. So that was probably okay. the uh, the break-ins and whatnot. Um, but I so think you're a bed bedwetter late, all the way fort till fourteen, thirteen, yeah. fourteen, yeah. Uh, so it was you know it was a problem. Peed on a few girlfriends, literally. Yeah, yeah. As an adult, no, well, drinking, and then it kind of kicks back in. Like on a one night stand, you get blackout drunk and you wet the bed. Fucking fantastic. Very embarrassing. Can you walk me through one of those? Yeah. I mean, you if you're dating her, it's not so bad. But if it's a one-night stand. Still not great. Not Let's great. Let's be clear. But a lot of, I change the sheets. I pay for dry cleaning. I usually get flowers. And then I try to never see him again just out of shame. When you wake up, tell me what it's like to be you, your eyes open. Oh. What's the sequence? It's it's a nightmare because there's already a weirdness with a one yeah. night stand. So now it's like, oh, I'm wet. And you always wake up before her because you're more wet. And then you have to be like, should I say she did it? You have to have a few moments of like, how do I get out of this? And then you, you got to just face it. So I got I go, ah, I, I, I peed. Sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> they brutal. must be like, you did what? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. One time I fell asleep with a girl uh, spooning on a couch so I just was peeing like into her ass, basically, <laughs> and the couch was leather, so it pooled. Oh, it was brutal. I never, I never went back. But I gotta say, I if it's the kind of couch I think it was, you're, it was fine. You just yeah. wipe that thing down. Pleather. Yeah, you're yeah. ready to go. Exactly. This podcast is brought to you by Pleather. <laughs> um, but very humiliating, and but luckily it was a boozy time. It's it's New Orleans. It's the South. It's college. So it wasn't that crazy, but it was right. still brutal. No, I'm sure a lot of people were peeing into other people on love seats. Now, <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I guess people do pee that didn't weren't bedwetters. Mm -hmm. Do you, Sarah Silverman? There's a yeah, long line yeah, yeah, of bedwetters. Sure. Sarah's uh, book was called Bedweather, right? exactly, and it's and, rare for women. And um, okay, so you started the OCD, the bed. Did you ever have to go see a therapist or anything for the bedwetting? I no, I, uh, it was the '90s and late '80s. So yeah. I don't think that was that wasn't really a, an option. There weren't any therapists <laughs> until 2011 in, in Louisiana. There might not have been. Yeah, there might have been one guy in a seersucker going, "I do declare, <laughs> yeah, bedwetting. Well, you might be gay, <laughs> you know." So uh, it was dark, dark days, but it builds comedy, you sure. know. And I think a lot of this OCD stuff comes from like a low self worth. Like, who do you think you are? You don't have to do these things. Who do you think you are to be able to get to do comedy and all these great shows? But do, but what? All right. So what OCD do you have now? 
Uh, well, when I was a kid, it was mostly like I had figurines and they had to be a certain way. And if somebody touched them, I would snap. Like, what Whoa. were the figurines of? I had like, you know, Star Wars and okay. stuff like that. And then, uh, now it's, I have to do a certain amount of pushups every morning. And if I don't, I, I, I'm like doing pushups in a bathroom and like How a many? bar. I'm up to 80 straight. Well, um, it's funny. Cause that sounds like, like a, like a workout plan. Yeah. Well, it. <laughs> I've kind of channeled my OCD into something that can actually is good for me. Yeah, instead that's, of like, I've never. That's the most efficient. That's like, it's like uh, well, turning the stove on and off doesn't help me. So it's I'm like, like this wind help power. Yeah, like yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like using your OCD for good. Right, right. Eighty in a row. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been years of just doing them. So yeah. I'm like, oh, today I'll try to go to seventy two, and I'll go to seventy three, and now so I'm at 80. today you did eighty. Eighty, yeah, diamond. Diamond push-ups, ladies and gentlemen. Is that the only one you have right now? No, I got it. Well, now I've added a few more. Go, you got to. Go ahead. Because the mornings are easy for a comedian because you wake up, you kind of have nothing to do. So now I, I'm like, who do you think you are? You're like, what OCD habit should I take on? Go so now I've picked up a few in the afternoon where I do I have to do 30 pull-ups on a on a scaffolding. Fuck, that's funny. I did them earlier before you you got 30 there. 30 pull-ups. On a scaffolding. I'll literally leave the cellar. I'll do a set, go out, find a scaffolding that no one can see me, do 30 pull-ups, and go back to the cellar and be like, ah, oh, boy, I got some. Boy, I got a good slice of pizza. Do you have to go to like City Hall and see who's doing construction? <laughs> <laughs> Zip code Google searches? Yeah, for, yeah, I have an for, app. For, for contracts? Um, <laughs> so what's funny is your hands are going to be filthy at that. Oh, yeah, that. I go wash them. That's not a problem. Nah, I can handle that. Um, I've been, look at these like OCD. Yeah. Um, these are pull-up calluses. 30 pull-ups. Are they diamond pull Like, what are you? <laughs> they're this way, but they're okay. they're pretty ugly. I'm like, you know, I'm still, this is a newer OCD thing I've how put old, on myself. How old's new? Six months. Okay. And, but you can do 30 in a row. A shaky 30. I'm going to pitch a show called American OCD Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I'd like you to come on. Um, okay. So 30 pull-ups. 80 push-ups. What else? Uh, I got to do squats as well. Are you just not trying to get in shape? <laughs> <laughs> this just sounds like a guy who decided on the new year to get in shape. Well, I think a lot of guys, they go to the gym. They have a plan. I'm doing this in the morning or else I can't Their function. world falls apart. Yeah, exactly. Okay. How many? What's your squat? Well, this is where it gets weird. Oh, so I do, I do 30 kind of easy ones and then i do 20 where i really have to straighten my legs go all the way down straighten my legs and then weights I, or no weights no weights and then okay. i do 20 where i jump and do them okay so do you open with the 20 jumpers or no you... i close with the 20 jumpers because it's harder yeah after the first set yeah and you don't know no no easy buckets for you yeah um, you got that right okay so again Pretty good. Could be as worse. As far as OCD goes. Could be worse. But I think that's why I drink so much because I'm like, I got to take a break. I got to like cut, take the edge off of all yes. this shit. Okay. Well, yeah, you drink like this. We might be drunk. You drink on the road. You, how often do you get drunk? Three times a week. Yeah. So probably five, right? <laughs> so if we know anything about alcohol, that means five. I'm also 6'3 uh, on dating apps. <laughs> that's a big one, guys. And do. also, and married. Yeah. Um, so anxiety. That's the thing yeah. that I because because I don't drink, right? I don't need to I don't have anxiety. I have depression. So like and mm. I don't have very much of that anymore either. So what I'm curious about is I have empathy for have you ever done the calculus on 
is this the best way to alleviate OCD and anxiety is or or would like a medication be better or would weed be better or would have you tried anything else? Can't do weed. Not good. Yeah. I'm a mess on weed. Just go inward. That's exactly. I think I've heard you talk about this. I Brutal. like. It's like you want to see a person fold in on himself. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, I'm not even there. Yeah, same. I go origami. I'm, yes. I'm a mess. Uh, but I'm scared of medication. I just, I don't know if you're on it. I'm not trying to zing anybody, but I just worry about relying on something. So to me, these stupid squats in a in a bathroom sometimes are, I'd rather do that than pop a pill. Do you have any more OCDs to go over? I'm sure there's several more. I'm sure there's more. I mean, look at this. You know, like, I don't need, I could just, you know, write these in my phone, but I like the paper and I like knowing that they're all with me. So there's all kinds of weird shit. I, I, you know, I don't need to cuff my pant, but I cuff them. Uh, I only have one pair of jeans. Uh, I got all kinds of stuff. How often do you wash them? What year is it? I'd say, I don't know, twice a year. You do that. So you, they don't smell? No. Nah, you do the freezer give them a thing? Whiff if you want. What's the freezer thing? I'm good. <laughs> that was you a, stick them in the freezer, chance. it uh, like kills the, yeah. Look really? it up. Yeah. You stick them in the freezer. You can do it every night. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's fun for the kids in the summer. Yeah. Um, I put the uh, Umbro shorts in the freezer with no underwear. Woo, baby. That'll wake you up. Talk about OCD, am I right, ladies? <laughs> um, okay, so there's that. Those are your jokes. Man, that's really something. Yeah. How many jokes are on each one of those? Oh, so many. And I'd say maybe in this whole thing, like nine have worked, you know? But like, <laughs> this is a... this is that, a, First of all, great, perf, that's about my hit to, oh, okay. to miss ratio is like a pile of jokes that high and like good nine. Really? I mean, I it's, feel better. it's... Yeah, it's not... I'm not, I always say to people like, I'm not a genius. Let yeah. me be clear about this. Like I need to try. God, it's so nice to hear. Yeah. Einstein said, I'm not a genius. I just stay with problems longer. And I feel the same way about comedy. I'll work on this bit for 10 years if I have to. Yeah. That's what, when I did the uh, Chappelle's Mark Twain thing, I got oh, off, killer. did great. And I got off and Keenan Thompson was like, how did you do that? I was like, I tried. Yeah. Like literally I tried. Everybody else was like, I'm going to do Dave's approach. I'm like, no, I've seen, I've worked with David. I'm not, that's not, that can't be my approach. Yeah. And I have no shame about that. No. I wish it, I wish it were like a higher ratio, but like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm willing to do the work. So what yeah. the fuck do I care? And it's probably better than it was when you started, obviously. So you have yeah. grown. Yeah. is something, but it's, it's hell. It's so much failure. But yeah, so this is all shit. Uh, got a whole thing about Jews run the media in Hollywood, but yet you'd think by now they'd put a Jew in a Marvel movie. You know, there's no, uh, the circumciser. Or I so mean like I a Jewish superhero. Like a Jewish superhero, not an actor. <laughs> you know, the circumciser, yeah, yeah. he's throwing bagels, that, yep. that bombed. You know, so, <laughs> but then the ones that start working, then I fold it and I go, all right, these are the ones to, to work on. Right. So that's what that is and that's, how we we got here? Yes, and it's endless for years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and okay, so that's again pretty good OCD. All right, if you gotta have it, what are the bad ones? Like, are there ones where your wife is like, "Dude, we turn the stove off," or you're so far past? I have to. I make. I have ticks where I have to make noises. Now, now we're getting a little too I love personal. This. Fuck, I love it. I do duck noises, and then I have to whistle a certain way. Where? 
at the house. When? Randomly, but I got to get a couple in a day. Fuck. I had a girlfriend notice one time, just so you're not alone on this, that I, when I go from room to room, I do like sitcom transition music. <laughs> it's not OCD. It's just like involuntary. I don't even know I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, and it might be a way to ease the tension of like, I'm coming. Yeah. So I don't have to be like, Hello. Right. Like I come in like bop ba da 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 ba da da. Yeah. And then it eases. <laughs> now that I hear it, it sounds insane. But no, it makes sense. When to me. do you do the duck? Can you give it? When do you do? I do it when I'm uncomfortable. You know. So I think comedians have a higher cringe meter. Like uh, uh, we feel cringe faster than other people. Mm -hmm. And so I think anything like you walking into a room is a normal thing, but you feel weird doing it. There's a cringe meter going. Right. And I think it's the same with me. Uh, you know, you drop something and you're like, oh, I feel stupid. So you make a duck noise. That's oh, so great. What's the other one? I do a whistle. I go, <laughs> and I just do that. It's kind of like, hey, I'm, I'm in the room. I exist. When she comes in or when you're already there? Or uh, when, when you walk when into I a walk room? When I walk in. And do you remember when it started? Oh, kid, just real young. Real young. Because my parents were always like, they worked so hard that when they came home, they're like, leave us alone. And I think I felt invisible. So I was like, I got either I got to have a great line to get a laugh or else make a noise or something. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah. Like Colin Quinn, when he, he sees you, goes, hello, Neil, because he uh -huh. feels silly saying hello. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. He has a lot of ticks like that. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, OK. Anything else on the OCD department? I think that's about it. And this and you, this may have started the whistling. Oh, all you childhood. The duck, a lot of childhood. When the duck started. Yeah, that was really young. That was really young. And you think it's direct? You think it's about attention? I think so. Yeah. And I wasn't. I can make a duck noise, and that's the only noise I can do. So I was like, I'll do that. That'll be my thing. Is your goal to quit, or do you not even care? I don't even notice I'm doing it at this point. And your wife probably doesn't either. Nah, she's cool with it. My um, ex hated whistling though, so that got weird. Are you like, that's a, you were doing like a note. That's not whistling. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Get her on the phone. That's not, that's bullshit. Yeah, um, well, that's what I hit her. And what, well, that's the, 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 uh, the guilt is the, what's interesting to me. Crazy guilt. Because if, if you're saying it's because I'm doing these great rooms, you weren't doing great rooms when yeah, you were a kid. In true. fact, you weren't doing any rooms no, was, from what I can hear. I was a janitor. I was an open micer for no, years. No, no, but I'm saying when you grew up, there oh, was Dubatine yeah. walls. Like that's yeah. not, I don't know if that qualifies as a room. <laughs> so what <laughs> oh, I'm I saying see. is what's the guilt part? I think it's just like, you think you're, you can just go around not working out. You gotta not, work out. But right. But why you whistle? Like, Oh. Where's that from? Well, there's no guilt with the You've whistle. You've always been in decent shape, though, from what I can tell. That one's from the OCD, I think. Nah, the, I think it predates the OCD. Oh, okay. Where you've always been like sort of like fit, fit like you yeah. skated and big skater, yeah. yeah, always running around. So yeah, I don't know, but the whistling isn't much guilt. That's more of a tick. Got it. You know, just like I got to do this now. But if I don't whistle, I'm not like, oh, I missed the whistle. Have you done the... it on stage? No. That's my own thing. I don't want to. I want to separate that. But it's all you, by the way. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I don't talk about myself at all in my act. No, what? Fine. No, but I'm saying, like, have you ever gone like, by been bombing and done the duck? Maybe it's happened, but it, it wasn't like a a big moment or anything. It's or like, a whistling thing? Nah, never done that. 
I keep work at work. That's so funny. Keep your personality out of your act. Yeah, but then like I see Sandler like that whole thing, and I'm like, wow, is that his duck? Is that his whistle? And then he figured out a way to charm the pants off America with that because we all love that. So I'm like, is that his thing? Did he did he channel that into comedy? Was it's pretty brilliant. He's supposed to come on here. I'm. I will ask him. Please. Yeah. No, I'm dying it because I don't. Adam's like a bit of a locked vault yeah yeah in terms of like who like i i yeah it'll be fun i think oh yeah um we were talking earlier about how you you like you feel like you've had to change like getting married and you your wife wants changes or whatever yeah what were the changes uh you know i gotta grow up a little like you know i, I was always like a wedding that's what are we doing that's dumb but yeah. she's like i want one i was like all right i'll do it so she's like, it's important to me. It doesn't matter about you right now. And I was like, all right. So there's stuff like that where you're like, and now a person's relying on you. And what really did it was she had my back on a thing once. And it I'd never had someone really have my back. And I was like, all right, I'm marrying her. That's really what, what did it. Never had a, a woman like fight for me. Yeah. And, uh, or even a friend really coming to think about it. But uh, so that was huge. So I was like, all right, she'll, she's loyal. She'll stick with me forever. This is well, it's almost nice to have that moment where like, oh, good. Yeah. Before they're even on the clock, you're like, okay, this person. Exactly. Will defend me. Because that's a big one for me, too, is like, I want. Def- I think when I think about um, growing up, I always think about like being like sent to my room, some sort of incident. I'm crying sent to my room. And I'm just sitting there like, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah. Like, where the fuck is everybody? And I wonder if you, you must have had that. Totally. You felt, I felt alone my whole life. And then someone having your back, you're like, oh, this is a partner. Oh, really? Oh. Was that in your vows? I did. I told her I didn't want to do vows, but uh, she wanted them. So we did them privately. And that was in there. Oh, great. Yeah. Because again, that's the cringe. I can't say vows in front of other comedians. It's too hard. Yeah, F- fantastic, <laughs> fantastic I'm, that that's that's. I also like, like how. By the way, this isn't talking about this stuff. Isn't that bad? Oh, right? really? I Meaning, mean, no, no, no. For, <laughs> I just can't imagine one cares. It's interesting. Okay, if people like you, they're like, oh, I didn't know that. Mm. If people don't know who you are, you're a weirdo who grew up in a giant mansion right with workaholic parents <laughs> uh and duvetine walls and whistling and making duck noises but wouldn't how how lucky are people now with this because wouldn't you love to see richard jenny or richard pryor or any other richard doing this i would fucking love it i would live there all we had was those on comedy cds remember those with woody allen <laughs> yeah. i think seinfeld yeah, did yeah. one that's it yeah jerry's got they both are good though they're very good but i was listening to that like i'm on the edge of my seat and yeah it's like an hour oh, no, that's, that's all like, you get yes all right. Sometimes I'll say something horrible, things I don't mean just out of boredom. Yeah. When and what? Oh, but you it's know. not related to the party bombing. No, no, no. That's a whole other thing. This is like intentional. The party thing I thought was would hit. This is like, <laughs> you know, this is like, uh, God, I'm, I'm like painfully bored. I'm like angry about how boring boring this is. I'm going to go in on like, let's, let's open up Ferguson, you know, let's do like a Ferguson joke or, or a Holocaust joke or whatever. And people are like, Jesus. And I'm like, all right, all right. I needed that. I'm back. 
so it's almost like uh cold water in your own face. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, I here's a question I have. What if you don't do all your pull-ups and your squats and your push-ups? I'm a mess up here. What does that mean? That the anxiety goes way up, uh the guilt goes way up, and I'm just not the guilt of who like who were you to be having a good life kind yeah, of thing. You can just skip this? Come on. I kind of have two two people in my head, like the the slacker and then like a drill sergeant. Yeah. And the drill sergeant's going like, "You missed the push-ups." I'm like, "Come on. I took it one day off." He's like, you take one, you're going to say that when you take another day off? Or you're like, ah, so there's that going on. So the drill sergeant's way louder. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let it slide on a sick day, but I don't like it. And I rarely get sick, I think, because I'm almost like pushing well, you sickness got away. To do. So if you don't get sick, I, I guess I'm like, what are you so, where's the drill know. sergeant from? I don't know. He's in there. I, that's a great question. Maybe my dad. I don't know. What was your dad like? Uh, he was scary. Scary, okay. scary right. dad. You know, dad's home. It was that yeah. whole thing. Um, Yeller, he, hitter. Yeller, temper. Yep. Not really. I think I got spanked a few times, but nothing crazy. But he, I think he was just miserable. I think he hated being a lawyer. I think the house was coming down on him. Money, all that. The, the racial tension in the neighborhood. Um, so I think uh, he was. He had a lot bubbling up. Was he like a regular yeller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did you... And a surprise yeller, too. Like, he would get mad. We were like, oh, I didn't see that one coming. Right. You know, usually you're like, oh, dad's going to be mad about that. But this was like, God damn it. And you yeah. just sit next to him. You're like, whoa, where, where'd that come Woody from? Would he bang tables? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bang. You know what's I like makes me like, I hate the word trigger, but a thing that makes me flinch is when people bang the sound of uh, cutlery hitting oh, each other. Oh, yeah. I get like, oh, you had like, the scary dad? Yeah. 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 That'll, like, it's like a, it makes you skittish. Yeah. Yeah, like family members stutters and like speech, like just stuff from, and it's all, I think, based on worrying about, were you, could you charm him? Yeah, he was funny. He was, he was affable, but you catch him in that wrong moment. It was, it was rough. It was, you, I mean, the obvious question is like, do you think you charmed him to get out of being screamed at? I would try. Yeah. And now it's weird. He's on antidepressants and he's like, Hi. He's like it's Henry Winkler now, so you know? Funny. And I'm like, whoa, hey, Dad, how are you? <laughs> like, I'm almost kind of uh, hesitant. And he and you're kind of like, bring the old guy back. A little bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Um, all right, so, but you also feel the need to say something divisive or like a, a bomb thrower yeah. for no... And it's a little bit, too, of, I think, a, of a rebellion. Like, I'm not allowed to say this. Who gives a shit? Come on. Right. We're saying it. Is the world going to end? And then sometimes it does. But <laughs> uh, in the moment, I'm like, God, you know, you ever seen that curb where he's like, hey, your wife's got nice tits. And he's like, why would you say that? He's like, I took a risk. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, I threw yeah. it out there. I tried it. Does it ever work? It must work sometimes. It works sometimes. I've gone on dates where I'm like, well, we should just fuck. And they're like, all right. And then sometimes they're like, what? How dare you? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so you're like, all right, I, I went for it. Yeah. I go and, for it every now and then. And do you do you know what brings the mood on or is it just a thing that happens? It's usually boredom. It's usually like kind of a boredom of like, why am I being caged in? What What is this world we're living in? Ah, and it just right. kind of all just comes at me at once and I, I burst out. It's like you see a guy do a backflip off a roof at a house party into a pool. You're like. Where the fuck did that come from? That's kind of what it is for me. I'm like, I'm doing a backflip right now. <laughs> it might, I might smash my head on the side of the coping, but I'm going for it. 
or their head or their head um either one as long <laughs> as the head gets smashed yeah okay i hope this, to make it in the pool but it, you know it yeah maybe either one all right this is funny to me i hate being shown things oh you gotta see this new video you know this guy oh dude check that i'm like yeah. god i hate this because now i have to react and i know i'm not gonna like it well that's what i told ronnie chang like i don't like presence yes because i don't want to perform oh my god exactly. this is so good like i love this and i don't want it right i generally speaking knew about it yep could have got it yeah exactly <laughs> i'm doing this special and my reps are like we're coming by what do you want in the green room? i'm like don't bring me anything because then i'm gonna have to use energy for from the show to go Ooh, a pillow yeah. or oh, whatever and then your jokes are gonna bomb because you but because <laughs> you put too much weight on uh gratitude but you remember uh, doing conan when people would come back like how do you feel you good you're like yeah yeah, yeah i'm good you're ruining me yeah like leave me alone yeah i don't want people i don't people don't come generally oh that's better. i, I asked them not to come smart or, or like don't come backstage or what like i just can't I, it's not helping me. No, not helping at all. It's worse. And then see me after. We'll go get a bite or something. We'll get a meal. Yeah, you almost wish that there was a uh, like a replica of like a the cellar, the comedy store, that the people that are normally there. Oh, uh, yeah. Like so you could just be like, all right, I'm gonna go do my Netflix. Like just quickly, exactly. Go do it so it's not so like ceremonial yes yes here's a big deal which is why weddings are t i would at my own wedding i was in the i was in like a broom closet with three comics going like oh you see that clip or whatever you know like at my own wedding and people were like where's mark i could hear them outside like where's mark and i was like Shh. i'm in a tuxedo like what if someone texts you a link that's okay because it's on my own terms and right. i don't have to they don't have to watch me react that's really what it is them watching me watch it i hate that what I've gleaned from doing eight of these or however many I've done is that we don't comedians in general do not like social expectations. Ah, that's a good and way, way to put it. we also don't like social obligations. Yep, I well, hate that. Or and where are you on this confrontation? Hell horrible. Or I I'm, I bums me out how bad I am with it. I feel like I'd have a better life if I stood up to a few bullies. Interesting. And I didn't, and it's still, I get like a pang whenever I think about it, like, oh, you you coward. D maybe duck noise it out. <laughs> um, do you, <laughs> What when you think about like, you still look back, is it because you don't think justice was served or you think you would have had a different life if you'd like, if I'd stood up to that person. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a couple things. One, if I stand up to them, I might lose, and that's fucking humiliating. Mm -hmm. Then if I stand up to them, it might make it worse, and now I'm in a bigger confrontation. Yeah, that's terrifying. Uh, and but sometimes, rarely, it has turned out had it with a happy ending. I had a guy, I'm not gonna say who, comic, so mean to me when I started, like unnecessarily mean, weirdly mean picked on me, insulted me, the whole thing would heckle me during shows, and I was like, man, is this how comedy is? And he went to rehab, yada, yada. Years later, he wrote me this email like, I was jealous of you. I didn't know how to handle it. You wrote jokes uh, that were better than mine and that bothered me. I, I was so mad at you, but I hate myself. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. This is like everything I kind of maybe thought, but then I didn't want to believe because I'm like, oh, who's jealous of me, whatever. And it, it was a huge moment in my life seeing that. 
could that be like a you misinterpreted it thing? Meaning like, well, but if you make that as it's very easy to go like when people go, oh, they're just jealous. Great. I still feel yes, like yes, shit. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, they're just je- okay. Well, right. they still that car splashed you. Well, it was just driving its on its way to somewhere. I'm wet. Exactly. Exactly. The fuck do you want me to do now? I feel like that about a lot of cancel stuff. People go, oh, he's a millionaire. I'm like, well, he has feelings still. Yeah. He still is a human being. And and you're all this, you all you talk about is compassion, but not for this. Yeah. You know, so that, that irks me. But yeah, like there's still wetness. So, but that, when he wrote that, I was like, totally forgiven. You're a bigger man. Good for you. But it, it really helped me because you start, you validate all your shitty feelings when a guy's doing that to you. When a guy's so mean to you, you're like, yeah, I do suck. Ah, I yeah. knew I was a piece of shit, you know? So when he, he came at me and did all that, I was like, I knew it, I do suck. And then when he wrote that, I was like, maybe I don't suck as much as I thought. <laughs> so it helped. Do you wish you'd said something back then, though? I kind of do, but also it turned out for the best anyway, and I don't know if it would have helped either. I right. think he would have just doubled down, probably. And are they are they all sort of in that area of like adult people yeah i had a couple kid things but those are easier because you graduate and you never see the guy again yeah um but the adult stuff is hard because now we're all online now they can attack you online so the internet has made it worse for sure but uh i don't know it's it still happens it still hurts you the, like do you read comments and all that yeah if i'm i don't want to yeah I just love reading. I'm kidding. Um, I just have such a passion for reading. Yeah. Um, no, it's the way that app is set up. Like when I, if I want to look at like how many views it's gotten, it's hard not to see the uh, on like the YouTube true. studio app. Yeah. You will, they'll like throw comments in there. You're like, dude, I just want numbers. And they're like, they don't like your fucking face. You're yeah. like, I wanted number. Why is this here? I know. Uh, it would be like having like a Fortune 500, like looking at a profit sheet, and yeah. then also like you're ugly. You're like, <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, I, I have a big theory that that's why Elon bought Twitter. I think he was just like, I'm buying this thing. You, you can shit on me, but now at least I own it. I have a little control. Right, I'm making money from it. Yeah. Um, not yet, but maybe someday. Maybe. Um, and the yeah, the expectations thing, and the obligations. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Like my lady will be like, we, we have a wedding in August. You kind of have to go to this best friend of mine. I'm like, okay, but I'm already like, August that's coming up. (laughs) Yeah. But why? And she knows that. And she's just like, she gets it, which is why, you know, why you marry her. She's like, I know this is hard. I know you're a weirdo, whatever. You know what else is fun? Having a normal wife and they meet your parents and they're like, wow, your parents are weird. You're like, thank you. All right. It's, yeah. like, it's like an experiment. I brought in like a normal variable. She even thinks new dad at 2.0 was weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you would have seen weirdo <laughs> with a clenched fist, it's a whole another ball game. But yeah. Um, what does your dad think of how he used to be? Uh, that's a good question. We don't. It hasn't come up, but um, I don't think he thinks about it. My dad went on antidepressants at one point. This is early. This is the 90s. He yeah. went on Prozac, I believe. And he stopped because he was being too nice to us. <laughs> so my dad was wow. true, what they call true to the game. Yeah. <laughs> he was he, a real one. He was <laughs> what they call a real one. Wow. He w- literally was letting us off easy. That is hilarious. Yeah. 
Wow. Just that he had that thought. I'm being too nice. Like, what am I doing? This is not me. Yeah. I got to get back to my true character. I'm being a phony out here, being nice to people. Jesus. Um, That'd be like Ted Bundy going, oh, this jail. I got to get out and kill. You know? (laughs) This ain't me. Yeah. I got him a bird. I got to fly, baby. (laughs) Um, This is a big one. Take heavy-duty sleeping pills. I, I, I understand already that I'm already contradicting my medication thing. But I can't sleep, so I, I got to do it. I, I go nuts if I don't take them. Like it's happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a side note for anyone watching or listening. Uh, there's a guy named Carl Hart who wrote a book called Drug Use for Grownups. And mm-hmm. he's a he's in the New York Post all the time because they just clip him and say, like, there's a Columbia professor who does heroin sometimes. He does, and he does meth sometimes. His point is you can do drugs. Whoa. Black you, guy? Yes. I've seen dreads. this guy. Yeah, yeah. Buddy of mine. yeah. You just have to sleep. Huh. He's like most psychotic breaks. The first question is, have you slept recently? Whoa. And the, the answer is always no. That makes 100% sense to me. Um, anytime I'm nutty, it's because of no sleep. Yeah. Well, that's where I would say, like, take a pill if you have to. I, I'm on your side. All right, um, thanks. Um, it helps. Tell him Neil sent you. And um, <laughs> do you, how bad has that gotten? Well, I mean, I'm relying on him now. So if I don't take him, I'm just like, not only am I not sleeping, but now I'm wishing I had the pill. So it's like a double whammy because I'm like, oh, if I had that one pill, I'd be out right now. So it's pretty you bad. You have light levels of pill. You have like decent pills and then like that's the good pill. Heavy for duty. When. It's called Seroquel. Sure. It's a heard schizophrenia it. medicine. How'd you get prescribed it? I just been talking about. Uh, I'm not. I, I buy them under the table. Fantastic. Off a guy. Even better. Yeah. And how often do you take those? Every night. Okay. I'll try to take a half just to like maybe if I can scale down, but then I sleep worse. So then I got to go. What's back your to wife the... think of it? She's not into it. She sleeps like a fucking rug. Do yeah. rug sleep? Mm. What sleeps? Mm. Baby. Cosby victim. Yeah. Well, All right. Hello. So she's out. Um, she's out like in a movie like this, and I'm like, God, I want to killer but what's the longest you've gone without sleeping i'd say probably three days nothing crazy how old were you uh 33 so you like i knew you yeah oh yeah oh yeah and And what were you what was was day three like oh my god you're just on edge you're freaking out you try to get drunk to stop yeah that helps that helps but like you're walking around new york city going like i wonder if anyone else is on no sleep i wonder if i'm the only guy then you see like a hobo and now you're like maybe him now you're relating to this guy so it's it's bad. And your brain, it's like Ed Norton in Fight Club. Your brain's going weird places. You're just staring at a screen at four. And the whole world is asleep. And you're just like, am I the only weirdo up? Have you gone to like a sleep clinic? No, I'm not a clinic guy. You're you're good with that stuff. I'm I've never gone to a clinic, but you should go to a clinic. I mean, I don't really? say this. I've never told anyone. I mean, I tell everyone what to do all the time, but I'm saying like, I've never heard of a you sleep should clinic. go. Yeah, there's like they you will go and they will you'll like sit in a bed. Huh. You'll lay in a bed and they'll, they put electrodes on. They like really? they can scan your brain while you're either sleeping or attempting to sleep. And then Whoa. they can get they can help you. Really? Yes. And sleep is frustrating because everyone does it naturally. Yeah. So you're like, what the hell? And you can't try to sleep. Yeah. So it's just just this frustrating. Are you tired? Cunt. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're very tired. I'm yeah, assuming all the time. You close your eyes. What happens? You know, the brain. It's it's a Japanese game show. I always sure. say it's just like 
childhood, you know, bits. Uh, oh, remember that guy? He that was a stupid thing he said at that party. Weird whatever. feet, that guy. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. The, all yeah, then you yeah, go yeah, back yeah. like, remember third grade? Holy shit! Well, that's is this is the cable. This is the downside of having cable. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes, exactly. Have you heard of these these twelve hour walks people are doing? No. Oh, this is a big thing now. Some guy would like go to Everest and walk, and he's like. The places your brain goes, it's like free therapy. Just go outside and start walking. Don't talk to anybody. Don't headphone. Don't look at your phone. Nothing. Just walk. And like by hour six, you are just in it, man. Like you're going all kinds of deep, deep corners of your brain and thinking about stuff and processing stuff, childhood, memories, trauma. And it's like becoming very popular. A friend of mine would run ultra marathons running and she is said big. that she's gone on like forest runs mm. that were so long that the forest would speak to her whoa like and i don't she's like i believe her yeah like it's not she's not a kook no i um, believe it i'm sure that's what like native americans you know i'm yeah. sure they were feeling shit like that till the white man came straight them out <laughs> um, small bucks i actually feel bad about that the sleep? The sleep oh, thing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, like I... I mean, I'm okay with the Seroquel, so I'm, I'm kind of all right right now. What does now. that mean? Like I'm getting, you know, a good six, seven hours. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And, the, but you're still pills. exhausted? Is it good sleep? Is it Michael Jackson sleep? Or it's... No, it's not propofol. It's not the Whitney Cummings, but it's <laughs> uh, it's it's helpful. Like six hours to me, I'm I'm good. Okay, so you're doing it just and you're like knocking it out. I'm Have you looked up like... Seroquel no, for sleep. I should look into that. Um, how did you hear about it? I've been talking about not sleeping, and then you, you know, just like anything else, you meet other people, yeah, who aren't good at sleeping, and I, you got to try magnesium. Tried that. You got to try melatonin. Pff, that's that's weak. And then one guy was like, "You got to try this. Here's one." And I slept pretty well, and I was like, "You got to hook me up." So now, now I'm like a dealer with him. And do you? Have you noticed like you write bet like what's your what's your what's your I think just sleep is such a superpower, you know? I agree. But I'm saying like I take I like drink caffeine or take a caffeine pill, but I do it earlier now because mm. I from being I like, oh yeah, I just go to sleep at two every morning mm -hmm. since I was fifteen. Yeah. And then if I drink caffeine earlier in the day instead of like I I do morning and then I do like afternoon. If I do it, if I move it up, then I can go to sleep at midnight. Oh, and wow. it's like that's way better. Way better. Yeah, like across the board. Yeah, and wake up earlier and fucking like productive. Yeah, yeah. No, that's well, midnight is huge. Well, you have a better system, which is just don't go to sleep at all, <laughs> which I need to ask you about. I'd like to get more information about don't go to sleep at all. But when you're doing a pull up at four p.m. with no sleep, you're Fuck, like, "Fuck, I forgot about the pull ups." I mean, you're wonky. <laughs> Your brain's all over the place. It's bad news. And you, but having said all that, you don't feel, you don't seem to feel sorry for yourself. No. The bully stuff, I felt sorry for myself. Like, man, this guy's really. But even like, I, my show was like kind of feeling sorry for myself about having like depression stuff. You seem like, uh, not like you have no empathy for yourself. You just seem like, ah, I don't know. Eh, I mean, there's people with way worse. Yeah. Could be in Ukraine. Yeah. You know, so doing pull-ups. Yeah, I'm a comedian. I'm I'm grateful. Um, and you gotta figure that out. I gotta figure that out. Like, I'm say that like it like, hey, yeah, I like you. 
you figure it out. I appreciate it. I've had yeah, fans like, reach out. Like, yeah, like here's some side effects. You've got to watch out. Yeah, so. like that. Like, it's just uh, get sleep. But there are sleep kind of like get, there's shit you can do. Yeah, all right. There will be shit in the. Hopefully, people will comment. For once, could be helpful. For once, yes, please. Like uh, things he could do if there's people um, uh, watching that know about this shit. You have one day every two weeks that I that you just can't think. Yeah, that might be the sleep talking, <laughs> obviously, but I don't think so. Even some like I'll get a good good couple days of sleep, but I'll just be like fried. My brain just won't. It's almost like a car won't turn over. And our whole job is like thinking of bits, yeah. being clever, being snappy, whatever, and it just won't go there. Yeah, and I have that at least one day every week or every two weeks, and it it'll fuck you. Sometimes I've had it when I do Rogan, you know, and you're like, this is the biggest platform, and I got nothing. And you're yeah. like, God damn it. And how'd it happen today? You know, or are you going to date or whatever? And some days it just won't click. I find that shit scary. Scares the hell out of me. Yeah. You're like, Will it come back? I've had that on from depression mm. where my memory was just a little like skippy. Oh, yeah. And you're like, or I can't I can't remember words or I can't remember yes. references. And I'm like. This is not good. He, this is all we got is his brain. For the job, yeah. Yeah, so... And I mean, do dementia, you... Scary. What's your therapist say about all this stuff? Well, you know what's weird is if I go to him, it, it can help it. It goes away a little. The emptiness. Yeah. So if I talk to him and like it almost feels like the garbage is empty. It's like that sound when your computer, when you put the trash uh -huh. and you empty it. Shh. It's kind of like that. Like, oh, I feel a little... feel like some of the bags of shit are gone. What do you end up talking to your therapist about most uh, of the time? Mostly just social stuff. Like I'm so fucked up over interactions I've had. Well, that's the thing is like the level of obsession. Yeah. Once you, if you, a social interaction and bombing or I think that person likes me. Or, I don't trust yes, that person. Yes, or that stuff. Like grading every interaction. Yeah. And then you, it's, you end up constantly it's constant yeah and what could i have done differently oh yeah brutal replaying a lot of replaying stuff there's a term for that rumination oh here's where it's from goats eat grass and then puke it up and then eat it again mm. and that's what we're doing whoa um there's a therapy called cbt cognitive behavioral therapy mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of thought styles and I have it in my phone. It's saved under like, put, this is important. Here are the thought styles. Oh, I can't wait. All or nothing thinking. Uh, sometimes called black and white thinking. If I'm not perfect, I have failed. Either I do it right or not at all. Whoa. Mental filter. Only paying attention to certain types of evidence. Noticing our failures, but not seeing our successes. Wow. Jumping to conclusions. Um... Uh, there are two types uh, of jumping to conclusions. Mind reading, imagining we know what others are thinking, and fortune telling, predicting the future. Mm. Uh, emotional reasoning, assuming that because we feel a certain way, uh, what we think must be true. I feel embarrassed, so I must be an idiot. Yeah, I uh, got that one. Yep, labeling, assigning labels to ourselves and other people. I'm a loser. I'm completely useless. They're such an idiot. <laughs> got some of that. <laughs> Overgeneralizing, welcome to the job, seeing a pattern based upon a single event or being overly broad in conclusions we draw. 
but sometimes we're right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, entire <laughs> wing of therapy. Disqualifying the positive, discounting the good things that have happened or that you have done for some reason or another. Like, yeah, that doesn't count. Uh-huh. Nah, it wasn't. It was a Netflix special. It was uh, it was a YouTube special. Right, right. Or it was a That was a bad crowd. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that would be good. Ah. Uh. They're saying we do something good and then we're like, yeah, but I used to, this is how fucking dumb my brain was. I used to think I was good at writing sketches but only single camera sketches. Whoa. It was like not SNL where it's four cameras. Right. Like what? A sketch is a yeah. sketch. Yes, exactly. so that's how complex the brain is. Um, blowing things out of proportion, catastrophizing or inappropriately shrinking something to make it seem less important. Um, oh, using critical words like should, must, and ought mm. can make us feel guilty or like we have already failed. Uh, if we apply shoulds to other people, the result is often frustration. That's mm. I'm the king of that. Like, well, they should. Yeah. And the final one, uh, personalization, blaming yourself or taking responsibility for something that wasn't completely your fault mm. or blaming other people for something that was that was your fault. I could have done that one. Yeah. That's um, embarrassing. But yeah, like there's this that's called CBT therapy. I'll send it to you because it's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, there's please. some on there that are like, you know, have you heard of the distant and clingy thing with relationships? The, the attachment style. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. you got distant. Uh, it, yeah, avoidant. Avoidant, the that's term. the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. not distant. Yeah. I have that too. That's why marriage was such a big jump for me. That you were finally like, was it scary? Of course, still scary. I'm, like, I'm in the middle of it. Terrifying. Every, that's why you can't sleep. This, <laughs> well, this that was damn, pre that too. This damn marriage. Yeah. Um, what did you, What the scariness is about like. That's commitment. Uh, you know, this is it. And you don't want to fail either. You don't want to get a divorce and be that guy. Nothing wrong with divorce, but like sometimes a divorce is a great thing. But you want to not be a divorce guy because then you're like, well, why the hell did I get married? Yeah. So that's a factor. And you're afraid. You're just afraid like I'm, you're stuck. Yeah. But and she, your wife's gorgeous and sounds cool. But, She's cool as hell. Yeah. But like it's still like you're you are stuck. This is, yeah. And there's a zillion other people out there. And you're like, well, what about them? But you got to yeah. just... Look past that. <laughs> and that this may be the avoidance talking, but look at all these other people. Yeah. Um, do <laughs> I know. You, there's some, some hot ones, and too. Do you, uh, do, what did, how did she deal with it? I think she's just a cliche lady who's like, I want to get married. I like an, I, I like the idea of getting married. I like marriage. I want to have a family. A and like, fence. I don't like, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. And you were just kind of like, all right. Yeah, it took a few years of, ah, Talk to me in a month, you know, and then eventually, then she had the back, and then I was like, all right, I'm down. Great. Well, now I feel like you're committed to it. Now you'll be afraid of, you'll be avoiding change. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, more good OCD. Yeah. Um, and Or maybe she's like your good luck charm or something. There you go. Um, People do act nicer to you when you get married, though, I think. Do they really? Yeah, they're like, like, you remember that Alec Baldwin speech in, the, in Departed? Like, yeah, people know you're not a fag. They, they notice somebody can tolerate you for a, for a while, like... It makes you look more decent or more acceptable. In blocks, there's the thing about like if I were married with kids, I'd be more popular. Yeah. So you're saying, yeah, it shows like you're a soldier. Right, right. You're like a love soldier. Like you're a love, you're a soldier for a lady. 
Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and I'm not saying I believe that, but I've just noticed people are like, oh, look at you, you got married, hey. Yeah. You, you grew up, or you got your shit together. And I'm like, I don't, but Yeah, but it like, it's technically, like it. yes. Yeah. Um, all right, one final question that I keep forgetting to ask people. All right. Biopic about you. Oh, God. What is the... Shia LaBeouf. Okay. No, no yeah. Who's Fred the Savage. star? Fred Savage or Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. What's the arc of the character? Ooh, that's great. That's a great question. I think, well, obviously you got the comedian Start whatever you want. Okay. Start at age 10, start at 2, start at 20. I'll start at the day before the whole gun... Uh, pinning the parents down thing. Uh -huh. So like the day before that, then that'll like be the inciting incident. Right. And then I'll go off and uh, go to college. We'll, we'll montage that. And then I'll be learn to be a comedian. And then the big thing is fucking up, fucking up, and then getting married is like the, the end, I guess. What did you fuck up? You know, I fuck up relationships, a single guy, failure as a comedian, um, drinking too much, not sleeping, and, uh, you know, Blowing it with a bunch of women and then getting married. What did you learn? What did the character learn? Character and what did he overcome? What did he learn? I think he, that you're not the only uh, you're not the only person out there. Other people have feelings. You, you selfish cunt. And then uh, you gotta you gotta commit sometimes, and you gotta grow up. Peter Pan all day, right here. I bet you could defend it though. Oh yeah, that's a better life. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> There's no contest. Uh, the Peter Pan life, yeah, the Pan lifestyle. Yeah, like um, who, who's like a like Clooney? Clooney got married what ten minutes ago? Yeah, but I mean he's also Clooney. He's like a hot guy who's right. rich and a talent. But like Leo, yeah. What is no? He, I said 50? I did a joke on the Daily Show where I was like, DiCaprio's not married, Trevor's not married, but if you look like us, people are like, what the hell you think you're doing? Yeah, <laughs> like that's fine. It's for those guys. There's a different. It that's different, and that's, you know it's different. That's totally different. Yeah, but I don't see women having this conversation. I don't see women like, oh, you're single at fifty. Well done. Yeah, you know. So that sucks. Well, that's it's never going to change unless they get on board. Ah, unless they think it's cool. Good point. And and unless they think it's cool, I think they are. More women are seeing. The advantages of it. I completely agree. Generationally, like it, it seems like more girls in their thirties are like, eh. yeah. Like I could see it either way. Yeah, there's and there's more acceptance, and women are there's more progress, so women are allowed to. They don't need a guy now. Yeah, you know, I think I feel like in the you know Mad Men, they're like, ah, this guy's got to buy a house or I'm fucked. Yeah, you know, but now they don't need him. But yeah, I I'd, I'd hate to be a young guy now. I feel Why? like guy, well, I feel like guys are out. Oh, yeah, but that's the guys are also useful. You think? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't know yeah. if they are. Well, they're useful. Yeah, they. Uh, I still think people want company. <laughs> you we got a I mean? dick. Yeah, I mean, whatever. They'll take a dick. They want the company. Oh, okay. All right. I would say the same, your argument about the marriage thing, I would say the same for slut shaming. What's that? Meaning like it's never going to go away because women won't own it. A lot of women won't own being slut. They'll be like, no, nothing wrong with being a slut. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. But if, you shouldn't have to say that if there really isn't. Exactly. Yeah. So I think they have some problems with sluts. Look, I'll uh, we'll see what happens. All right. All right. Um, this is a weird way to end this. Sorry. I'll probably will have ended after Good Peter, idea. It's a Better Lifestyle. Good idea. Peter Pan. Um, Mark Norman, everybody. Hey. Uh, 
a great, probably our most in-depth one. Whoa! Yeah, hey. I never wanted to help someone on here. <laughs> So that's that's, not, a, that's fucking huge. Not a good sign. Unheard of. Not a good sign, but a good podcast. I'll take it. Blocks. 